0: Hey, what is going on guys? Welcome to episode three of the Life Finance and In-Between podcast with your host, myself, Eddie Thomas, brought to you by Wealth Management Services here in Hershey, PA. Let's get into it. I have, naturally, before I got into the finance industry, I was a marketing major and had a a job in marketing before I came here. So the marketing side of things, from companies, I, I really do appreciate whether it's commercials or ads they're running or just their brand image in general. And so I was trying to think of a way where I can tie the marketing knowledge I have, the awareness I have of that industry, and what role does it play in the financial markets. And so I was looking and I was looking at the top, like the, the companies you always think about, the Apples, the Amazons, the Facebook the i guess twitter if you want to throw them in there netflix google those companies that come to mind the tech heavy companies that really utilize tech to the best of their abilities but also the Domino's, chipotle those companies as well that kind of are in the same like everyone knows their names right and you ask yourself why does everybody like you don't even think about it you just know them you just know them You don't, you might not even know, you've never had their product, you never tried their service, but you know the company. And the reason for that is unbelievable branding and marketing. And the impact on financial markets that it has is we're starting to see it break market caps, meaning these companies are getting invested into so often, they're worth so much money that there's other companies that do similar things that just aren't even competable. And it's because of branding and marketing all throughout the years of the company. So the perfect example of this in my mind is Apple versus Samsung. Now, I use Apple. I mean, if you can see the logo on the computer, it's a Mac. I have an Apple Watch on. I have an iPhone. So this is a little bit biased. Disclaimer's there. But I don't think it's controversial to say that Apple is a much more known name for their consumer devices than Samsung is. Now, Samsung goes into like fridges and like dishwashers and stuff like that, which Apple just doesn't really go into, but I'm just talking phones, wearables, laptops, and headphones, the whole kind of consumer goods there exclude the things like fridges and dishwashers. And so arguably, And any Samsung user, obviously, I feel like there's two camps. I feel like you're either super avid Apple user, like myself, or you'll never use Apple ever because you don't like them as a company. So, the only other alternative you have, really, is like a Google phone, So, but who uses those? And Samsung. And so, if you ever looked at a Samsung phone, if you're an Apple user, whether you want to believe it or not, or whether you want to admit it or not, Apple has a more simpler phone Samsung Samsung has cool I guess features to their phone there's more custom, customization to it their phones can probably process more and I feel like every like Samsung comes out with like a technical like a technology um first in the industry and then Apple comes like with that 2 years later and everyone's like wow look what Apple did when Samsung's been doing it for a while but the reason for that the reason for that is branding and marketing behind apple they have i mean it's it's probably the best that there's ever been as far as companies go um and there's other companies that have this similar kind of branding and marketing like dominoes i'd mention them as well and we'll get into them later so i'm not just going to talk about apple on this but i'm more so talking about the general idea around when companies build really strong brands and have a really strong brand image and they're recognizable names your everyday investors. Are more enticed to invest into those companies, and for good reason. I mean, they're really successful companies. They're, Apple's the richest company in the world. They have the, the biggest market cap in the world. Um, and then you have companies like Facebook and Microsoft, and they're they're catching up. But Apple's the richest in the world. But the reason these companies are so popular is because yes, they have a really good service, a really good product. You can't get it anywhere without a good service or product. But at the end of the day, the only reason they ever really got figured out or stayed relevant because people, companies copy each other. Clearly, Apple's not the only phone maker. Facebook's not the only company that has online ads or a social media platform. Microsoft isn't the only um, software creator or um, I guess, like gaming company. They're not the only ones. They're just the best at marketing and branding their services. And it helps that they have a really good service, product and service, but they're the best at putting in front of consumers. They're the best at making in front of mind. They're the best at painting a picture around. This is what you need to have if you're a consumer. And I've fallen trap to it. I mean, like the new Xbox came out. I don't need new Xbox. I have an Xbox one. It works perfectly fine. The Xbox series X came out and I was like, wait a second. Do I, need, do I need one of those? I didn't buy one because they're very expensive and they went out very quickly because of um, the different like semiconductor shortages around the, the like materials to make them are obviously pretty hard to get from Microsoft right now. But my point being, I saw the marketing around it and the branding around this brand new Xbox and part of me wanted it knowing I don't even really need it. Now, as a consumer at that point, you need to control yourself and not buy it. But the point is... These companies are so, so good at making you buy something like Amazon with their service of two day delivery and having the uh, marketing around that two day delivery completely changed delivery as we know it completely changed that entire space. And if anything is not two day delivery now on whatever website you're looking at, I guarantee you're looking at Amazon or you're potentially looking at Amazon to see if they have it for two day delivery. That's just how it goes. That's just what happens when companies change the game and they change the game around their branding and marketing around it. And in turn, they get a lot of investments into their company um, to start. And then when they're established, people want to invest in them. Everyday investors want to invest in them. Institutional investors want to invest in that company because they know they're going to perform well over time. And that's exactly what happens. Disney, another perfect example. Disney is not the only company that's ever made kid shows as a start, they're not the only company that's ever made movies. They're not the only company that's bought other companies that have products they want, services they want, like business bought ESPN. They own Hulu, um, Fox, I'm pretty sure. They're not the only ones that try to do this. They just have the best service and the best marketing around that service. They have theme parks. They're not the only one with theme parks. They just have the best theme parks because of the marketing and service around that. And, and so if you're catching my drift, I'm, I'm reiterating myself over and over at these companies. But the reason being is because I truly, truly think for these very large cap companies, the big differentiator, obviously, if you have a qual you have quality behind you is how you portray yourself to the public, how you brand yourself, how you market yourselves. And it, it really is starting to break market caps. Like Apple is a... People didn't think, I mean, rewind the clock, people did not think it was possible to get to $2 trillion market cap. Apple's at $2.5 trillion. Microsoft's at $2 trillion. These other companies are coming up on it. Obviously, there's more money in, fl- in fluctuation. Now there's more money to go around, more money to be invested into these companies at this point, and they're reaping the benefits of that. But it's there. It is. A- it is absolutely there. Because, I mean, it's a long game. It takes time to get there if you're a company, but the more you get in front of people, the more these companies are in front of you and myself, the more we're seeing them, the more we, we believe in what they're doing, the more we want to invest in them. We want to be a part of it. And that's what you are. When you invest into a company, say you bought shares of Microsoft or Amazon or Starbucks, that's another one, Starbucks. How many coffee companies can you possibly have? How many coffee companies are there? Or you can buy the grounds and make it yourself. Buy the beans, grind them up, make them yourself. Starbucks, they sell their, their cup of coffee at like four bucks. What's the difference between that and making it at home? It's like the it's the marketing, it's the event that it almost is to go to a Starbucks and buy coffee there. Now there's some people that will swear it off and never buy it understandable. Not one of those people. I'll buy a Starbucks pretty much anytime I'm on a road trip or I'm out. I'm not I'm not going to say no to stopping a Starbucks. My point being though is because of their marketing and branding was so strong, they crush companies like Dunkin Donuts. They crush comp- other coffee companies, other to-go coffee companies. They just I mean they in the consumer's eyes, they're just a step above. If Dunkin' Donuts is on the first rung of the ladder, Starbucks is on the second. And every time someone tries to take a step to get to them, they're agile enough, they're smart enough to stay in front of them. That's what these other companies are as well. So I think we're starting to really see the impact that social media marketing has on people, the impact of staying in front of consumers nonstop. Because when you scroll on your, your social media pages, when you watch TV, when you go online, There's this ability to have these targeted ads that you need a ton of money to do and these companies have a ton of money and they're really, really good at marketing to you and targeting you. And yes, it brings you in as a consumer, but it also brings a bunch of people in as investors. And I I think some haven't really put that connection there yet where, and you, I mean, if you've seen like the, I guess the um, comparisons where it's like, if you're going to buy something from apple for a thousand dollars or you're going to buy starbucks a hundred times or you're going to buy mcdonald's um 15 times and spend whatever amount of dollars at whatever amount of these companies if you invested in it what would that have turned into so those are the comparisons put x amount that you would spend and then if you invested that same amount what would it turn into and so i st- i'm starting i starting to see and we've seen for a while that investors are taking that approach And I'm not saying they're not going to buy from these companies, but because they really like the companies, because they really like the product and service, because they see them all the time from the marketing side of it, they're much more inclined to invest in them much more inclined. And the companies are doing incredibly well because of that. And I think we're going to continue to see that. I think we're going to see that the more the algorithms of marketing refine themselves and computer learning comes into play And people get smarter with marketing and and they find new ways to keep it in front of you, keep it in your lives. You'll scroll by an ad if you're on social media. You won't even know it's an ad. Or you'll be online. You just looked up your favorite pair of jeans. You go online. You just Google something completely different. And that pair of jeans is sitting on the website that has nothing to do with what you just looked up at all. But they're there. And maybe you buy them. And maybe you don't. But it's going to be there the next time. It's going to be there the time after that and the time after that. And then my point is marketing is so, so good. Branding is so, so strong that these companies that can afford to do it like they do. And they've painted this picture that they are premium. They're a premium product and service. They're going to keep being those kind of companies. And then it also comes down to usability like Domino's makes ordering a pizza probably easier than any other pizza company ever has. If you can choose between picking up your app, saying I want pepperoni, bacon, and extra cheese, and I want it in 30 minutes to this address, here I paid, there's your tip, drop it at the door, and you put it on an app and you see step by step by step where your service is, where your pizza is in its process, is it being prepared, is it in the oven, is it, in the box, is it on its way to you? And you could see that in live action, live feed, or you can do it the old way and you can call the pizza place and say, Hey, I'd like to order a pizza. And they say, See you in an hour. And you're like, Cool, I want to put extra cheese and stuff on it. And you just got to hope it has extra cheese on it. And they'll show up whenever they show up, and you're not going to know where they are in between then. And so even when I just said it out loud like that, at least to me, it was just so clearly better from Domino's. Now is their product the best? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. And I'm a fan of Domino's. I am. I don't mind it. Every once in a while I'll get a pizza or something from them. It's not the best pizza. It's kinda just like in a pinch, you know? Um but the idea being they definitely get a lot of sales and they and they get a lot of traction and their their brands valued so highly because of the easeability they have in front of consumers. And the only way consumers ever found out about that is because their marketing is so good and their branding is so good. So these companies that I've named off, and I've, I've rambled on and rattled on about this for looks like 15 minutes or so now. But my main point being that as an investor, if you're if you're seeing a company that you see all the time, you love using, clearly other people love using it, you're seeing their marketing, you're seeing their branding. It's hard not to love that company. And you and you have every reason to do you have every reason to love them, obviously. Do your own research on their book side of it. I mean, if if they're showing profits and that side, the technical side of it, do your research, obviously. But if those other pieces are there, it's going to follow. There's going there there's Success comes with successful marketing and branding for companies like I'm I'm naming and whether or not you even know it's happening anymore. It's hard to tell at this point with how um, big these companies have gotten. It's like this another, another day in life where you see their name, but it's brand it's marketing, all of its marketing and branding. And if you can tell, I'm really passionate about the marketing side of things. I think it's amazing. I think the psychology of it is, is awesome Um, I think what the studies have come out around marketing and branding and how it impacts us as consumers, it's awesome. But I also love that I can now make the connection into the finance world as an investor, and we're seeing how it impacts these companies on the investing side. And people, while yes, now they're enjoying their services and their products, they also get to enjoy the returns that these companies are returning. It's not every year, obviously, and who knows what the future holds, but These companies, the ones I I named and the companies that know how to build foundation and tell a story and get you to buy into their product and service. In my opinion, they're the ones that are going to win. Again, do your own research if you're going to invest into them. If you're going to buy their their product, their service, do your own research. Um, But this is just how I feel. I just feel as if these companies are a step above everyone else and they're breaking these market cap rules that we thought were in stone before and we're going to continue to see them break rules. Like will Apple be the first 3 trillion dollar company? Who knows. They're on pace. Will Amazon? Will Domino's? Will Chipotle? Will Starbucks? Nobody knows. Will Facebook? Nobody knows. But they're going to they're good companies and they're going to continue to be good companies in my opinion because of what they've built because they have a good product and service, but also because they really have the means to tell you about it. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today, guys. And I feel like it's gone incredibly quick. Um, I've rambled on about it. If you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about it, but I think going forward and I kind of touched on it in the next couple episodes, expect me to talk about the psychology of investing and, um, and even the, the psychology that marketing has on you or investing has on you. Um, I had someone talk to me about it. If you're listening, you know, you are, and they really wanted to hear about that side of it. Um, the psychology of younger people and then versus older people. So I'm going to get into that at some point very soon here, but I just want to talk about this, this topic first. I think it's, uh, it's something where the marketing is just so silent. You don't even realize it, but it's there every day. And I think it's amazing the impacts it has on people and the impacts it has on these companies from an investing standpoint and why there's great companies to to be a part of and watch. So, all right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode here. And, uh, if you guys like what you see, like what you heard, leave a review, um, give it a thumbs up or a stars, whatever. A platform you on it. it helps out and, uh, reach out if you have any, uh, feedback or anything like that, but stay happy guys, stay healthy and I'll see you on the next one. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., Wealth Management Services, and Securities America are separate entities. The opinions and forecasts expressed are those of the author and may not actually come to pass. This information is subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions and should not be construed as a recommendation of any specific security or investment plan. Past performance does not guarantee future results.